Hey everyone, this is Erin Harrigan, the Hustle with Heart Coach, welcoming you to the podcast that helps entrepreneurs align results with God's truth. My mission is to free you from the struggle of how to bridge faith and business as a God-centered entrepreneur and to equip you to pursue success God's way. When that happens, we experience the joy of building a fruitful business that honors Him and serves His people. So let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome to our weekly dose. It is so good to be back with you again this week uh, with a really interesting topic. So just the other day, I finished my book, the writing of the book, not the actual uh, editing and getting ready for publishing and all that stuff, the actual physical writing. And what I'm coming to you with tonight is a piece of the last chapter of the book. So for those of you that may be tuning in by the podcast or you're new to our Success God's Way community, welcome. So what is this book I'm talking about? So this book is called Pursuing Success God's Way, A Practical Guide to Hustle with Heart. Why am I writing this book? I'm writing this book because God told me to write it. (laughs) Honestly, I've been working with my coach And over the summer, we had a planning day where we really started to map out all of the things that I was going to be working on, mapped out what my coaching program was was evolving into, mapped out what my podcast would be doing and where that would be going. And one of the things that came up was a book that I had started writing about a year and a half ago. And... I started writing it and then kind of set it aside, and it's really fascinating to me because where it has ended up is vastly different than where it was a year and a half ago. But I felt very strongly that this message of pursuing success God's way had to go beyond a Facebook group or Instagram, or a blog, or a podcast, because there are people I don't know who aren't connected to me through social media that need this message. So who are those people? They are people who have experienced success in their entrepreneurial journey, but they've hit a wall. And that that wall is they're doing, 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 but they're not seeing the results that they wanted to see. They perhaps have a relationship with Christ, perhaps they don't, Um, but they're trying to fulfill, they're trying to sort of fill this hole that success has not given them or not filled up. And therefore, they're sort of getting up going, well, is this it? Because like I reached this pinnacle And the only thing to happen next is to go for the next pinnacle and the next and the next and the next. And as you know, some of you who are drivers and strivers, like I uh, am working to not be anymore, it is never easy for us to step back from success and take a breath and celebrate it and let it sink in. Instead, we continue to go for the next thing and the next thing. And I know some amazing followers of Christ in my life who 
are very successful in their businesses, not by title, perhaps not by what they earn, but because they truly are walking out this pursuit of success his way, this hustle with heart journey. So I needed to write this book because it kept bubbling up and and God kept really saying, this is a story to be told because there's so much that I'm still unpacking in that story. And there are people who need to know this. So then going back to our topic uh, last week on discerning the voice of God, how do I know that this is what God's called me to do? Well, all of the things that we talked about last week um, in, in how we dis- discern his voice are all of the things that came up for me every time I prayed over what happens next. He kept pointing me in this direction of publishing this book. And it would be foolish of me to lie and say that I wouldn't love for this to be an Amazon number one bestseller. Quite honestly, there's not a lot of work out there in the Christian business realm. And some of the books that are considered Christian business actually are not Christian based. They're not biblically sound. So there is certainly room for what I have to share, but that's honestly not why this is happening. It is happening because the Holy Spirit put this these words in me and put my fingers to work as, as a writer, which is not something I necessarily thought that I would be. But then again, I have a bachelor's degree in sociology that I'm not really using either. So who knew that this is where I would be? But let me get to tonight's topic, which I call cocooning ain't easy. So if you've ever read the story of a butterfly, and I'm sure it's been a bit over-dramatized, but at the same time, scientifically correct, um, where the, when a caterpillar is in the cocoon and starting to work its way out to develop into the butterfly, it's thrashing and it's fighting and it's struggling. And that struggle is incredibly important because during the time in the cocoon, The caterpillar has swollen, and the fluid that is in the caterpillar, the only way to get that fluid out is to struggle and and to thrash. And the point of it is so that the fluid will be pushed out of the body and into the wings. But perhaps you've read a story or maybe even science around the idea of as we humans observe this cocooning going on, that, that we just want to cut a little hole and just help that butterfly to come out of the cocoon. The problem is if we do that, if we shortcut that process, if we rescue the butterfly from the struggle, it will come out, but it will be severely damaged and not able to fly because the fluid will not would not have gone out of the body into the wings. Why? Because it is only through that thrashing and that struggle that that can happen. So this, this piece from the book, which is entitled Cocooning Ain't Easy, is really about taking that, that moment or those multiple moments where, where we're clinging to the Lord and we're being still and we're taking time in his presence. And yet, while that sounds so beautiful and serene, it still can feel like total chaos as the world swirls around us around us with the noise of what the world's expectations are, of what 
those who love us and their expectations are, of the definitions of success that the world has. And that chaos for me has at times landed me face down on the floor having a full out adult temper tantrum, crying out loud, Lord, where are you? I can remember a moment in April 2018 when we were facing still in our financial peace journey and still sort of figuring out where the Lord wanted me to go with my wellness business. And we had some big things on the horizon. Some of them were optional. They were things, you know, promises that we had made to each other, um, to my daughter, uh, but they involved income. And months and months before this, I can remember being on a mastermind call and someone saying to me, well, why, why does it have to look like this for that money to come to you? Like, why does it have to look this way? And I said, well, it's the only logical way that I can think of. Well, if, if you've listened to any of my podcasts, you know that we address the topic of logic and that logic and reason is such a human thing that God operates outside of. And so I was face down and I was crying out like, Lord, I cannot do this without you. And I'm so curious how many of you have had those moments where you're having that adult temper tantrum and you're face down and, you know, you want to turn to the word because the word says, if I delight myself in his ways, he will give me the desires of my heart. So I just want him to bless my desires But that's kind of like being in the cocoon and saying, I'm here struggling and all I want you to do is just let me out. I don't want to have to go through the struggle. I I, I want to shortcut this lesson. I want to shortcut this this chaos and this, this valley experience that I'm going through. But the problem is, if we shortcut, we end up like the butterfly, having not fully grown the way that God has intended us to grow. And the reason cocooning is not easy many times also is because there are things that we know we could do. We know we could do in our sleep and we would be good at it and it would be so much faster to get to where we think we need to be versus where he has us going. And I have this moment oftentimes where I think, Lord, I know that you equip the people that you call. I know that you qualify the called. You don't call the qualified. But darn it, I could go do X, Y, and Z and do it in my sleep and get it done and make it happen and be a huge success. But yet, that's not where he wants me going. You know, he called me to be a writer. I didn't know how to do that. I mean, certainly I had taken, you know, English and literature and et cetera, but to write a book that anybody would even read. I mean, I don't even know if anybody's going to read it. I mean, hopefully they do. But my point is we, we struggle doubly, I believe, in that cocoon. So we're in that cocoon and he's putting us through the challenges and he's testing our faith and he's testing our trust. And we prolong it because we want to cut that little sliver there and get out on our own, which just prolongs the cocoon because we just want to say, let me do it my way. But we can't transform into what he wants us to be without that struggle. The struggle is necessary. The struggle is vital to rush God's work in us by skipping his transformation, by taking things into our own hands. 
a number of things happen. First and foremost, it's really dishonoring the fact that we are his workmanship. Secondly, it hampers his workmanship. Trust me, God can do anything, but he will allow us to limit him to teach us the lessons for his glory. So we don't want to hamper him. You know, Paul says that he will boast in his weakness because the Lord's strength is made perfect in his weakness. And the same is true for us. But I think as God-centered entrepreneurs, and particularly as women, we have a hard time admitting the weakness. And yet we know the word tells us that it is his strength, not ours, that the that that these things happen. So if you If you think of your business journey as a bit of a circle of life, and where this fits into my book is the very last chapter where we've gone through defining success God's way and how we need to surrender and give him control. And then what does action even look like? And then, okay, I've taken action, but nothing's happening. So how do I persevere and how do I I stay the course and, and stay steadfast in him? To come full circle, this full circle of of the circle of life of our business, to come back to, it all always rests in, in what his plan is. And that we never fully get off of this path. We're going to go around this circle over and over again. We're going to have many cocoon moments. You know, unlike the caterpillar and the butterfly, we don't just have one moment where we're in the cocoon and we're growing and, and he's, he's building our faith and our trust. We have multiple moments. And every time he wants to take us to a new level, he's testing our faith and our trust so that we take forward with us the wisdom and the lessons and the strengths that that we learn in those moments to our next valley experience, to our next cocoon, but only in deciding to remain focused on him and his purpose knowing that he never leaves us or forsakes us, knowing that the words that go forth from his mouth will not return void, knowing that he will, he is faithful to complete what he started in us, that his promises are real, that he is the truth, and we can trust that. But it ain't easy. And that's why my topic tonight was cocooning ain't easy. Um, You know, I finished the book, and immediately, that was on Saturday, and on Sunday, I just felt this wave of relief and excitement because I thought, hey, I wrote a book. Like, I'm ready to go write another book. Make me a writer 24-7, right? The interesting thing is, as an entrepreneur, as all of you know, our Mondays generally look a little different than people who work as employees full-time for someone else. So most often, we aren't dreading Sunday evening. And I wasn't either. But when I got up this morning, I was sort of like, oh, well, I finished my book. So now what's next? And again, could you see that I was falling into this pattern of what's next? What's the next thing that I need to be working toward? Here we are. It's December 9th. You know, in what? 22 days, it will be the last day of 2019. And already we're focused on what will these goals be for 2020, but yet we're still in our cocoon and we want to struggle to get out and start setting those goals and start going and start flying. But we can't until we go through this purpose of his process where his grace builds us, 
where he tests our faith and he tests our trust in him. So I want to leave you with this. Cocooning ain't easy. (laughs) But look around, not right now because it's winter time, but look around at the beauty of butterflies and know that every single one of them went through the same process. Their cocoons were big or small, all different sizes and shapes, but the struggle was there. And the struggle parallels what we have as our human struggle in working against the world's definitions and against the world's expectations, but to surrender all of that to our Lord who really does need to be number one and the center of our businesses. And if we could stop asking for him to just cut a little sliver in this cocoon and instead hold on tight, go through the struggle, let him grow us, what happens on the other side of that will be so beautiful because he's already gone out ahead of us and he works all things together for good for those who believe. And if we trust that, then in those cocoon moments, we will embrace the chaos, but we'll hold tight to the truth and the way and the life. And when we do that, we show up differently in our businesses and serve differently. I hope you find that helpful. I would love, love, love to hear your comments on this. If you're listening to this on the Hustle With Heart podcast, please get down, leave a few comments. Um, Definitely leave us a five-star review and, and share the podcast. But if you're listening to this in the Success God's Way community, I'd love to hear your comments. Um, What is that cocoon moment? Maybe you're in the middle of it. How can we pray over that for you? Would love to be able to do that for you. And as always, thank you for tuning in. Make sure you get over to erinharrigan.com and subscribe so you don't miss a podcast or a blog. And uh, keep marking that calendar for February and I'll keep you guys updated on the book. I'm gonna be putting it all in one document and starting to read through it myself in the next couple of days so I can get it to an editor and get it moving. Uh, But I will see you guys back on my news feed tomorrow morning for our daily dose, but also next Monday for our weekly dose live. See ya. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode of the Hustle with Heart podcast, helping entrepreneurs align results to God's truth. If you'd like to book me as a speaker for your organization, or you're looking for a coach to help you pursue success God's way, visit erinharrigan.com or connect with me on Facebook as the Hustle with Heart coach. Follow me on Instagram as Aaron Harrigan Entrepreneur and help us spread the word of Hustle with Heart by subscribing to this podcast, leaving us a review, and sharing it with others.